Uh, we're not going to just read the scripture today, as I've got the recorder on now. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about a place to belong. There's no place like home. As I've been talking about uh, the past couple of messages, we're going to continue to talk about the transition from here to our new home, our new building. Amen. And what is, and, and how seriously uh, uh, and important it is to to go carefully into this transition because it's so it, it, there's so much riding on this. People's souls weigh in the balance of this. There are many, many people, and I've been in Pentecost a long time. I myself, even being in Pentecost, have had people look down their nose at me because I wasn't part of their organization or whatever or, uh, or, or just because I was not approved of them specifically or one thing or another. Uh, I've seen so many people. I've baptized people that would absolutely would not be baptized in Jesus' name. No way. Simply because they'd been to a, a UPC church and had been snubbed at a UPC church. And in those churches, there are cliques. You're either in this clique or that clique or you're, not in, or you're out of the clique. And because of that, we are going to have to be on top of our game. I use that word game. This is not a game, but you know what I mean. We are going to be, have to be very, very vigilant. We're going to have to be very careful how we walk, how we talk, what we say, what we do. Amen. We Listen. You can either make my job easier or you can make my job a living hell. Listen carefully to me this, this morning. What you do is going to have a great impact on the people that come into the church. They're going to look at what you do long before they hear me. Did you need me to preach that this was a Pentecostal church. Did you need me to preach that dresses were acceptable, makeup was not? Did you need me to preach that? How did you know that? Right. When you go into a place, if you're going to do as Rome does, you know the old saying, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. What you do, the Bible talks about knowing how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God. And so I've been talking some about those type of things, about leaving the sanctuary, things like that, unless it's absolutely necessary. But there's many other things that go along with that. What we allow, what we don't allow. Listen, I want, I want all of our, uh, of our people to feel free in the sanctuary of the living God to to lift up hands and worship and run and jump and praise and dance in the Holy Ghost and get drunk in the Spirit. Absolutely, praise God, to speak in tongues and interpret tongues and all those things that have always been. 
I want the children to learn how to praise and to worship. But I don't want the children playing during, during our worship because I don't want to teach people that it's okay to play during worship. There's a difference in worshiping and playtime. I want the children to learn to enjoy themselves and always be able to enjoy themselves. But we are going to have to be very careful because understand this, once you set a precedent, it's impossible. It's just so difficult. Not impossible, but it's very difficult to overturn it. You see what I mean? So when they come in the house of God, they're going to go by what they see. More than what they hear. Understand what I'm saying? It's important. It's important for these children. Always make sure they get plenty of sleep. And they're ready to go on Sunday morning. Why? Because we need to always portray. That the most important thing in this life. Is the kingdom of God. And the things of the kingdom of God. Church being foremost of that. Amen. So. We need to make certain that our children and, and our people in, in this group, which are the foundation, even these children, these children are the foundation of other children. They're the foundation. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost on that. Praise God. These are kids that's raised in this church. That boy's been in church since a year before he was born. Nine months. Amen. Praise God. Rachel, she's grown up already in the church. Amen. So... She don't remember nothing went on before this church. That's all she'll ever remember right here. Praise God. From here forward. And so it's so vitally important when they come in, they see, man, that these kids know Scripture. These kids, man, these kids are on top of it. Buddy, they're, they're in the praise and worship. And you know what? I'm praising God for more children in the church. And we're going to have more children in the church. I'm praising God for some young people in the church. I'm praising God for some more grandmothers and mothers and fathers and grandfathers in the church. Amen. I'm praising God. But they're going to look to you. They're going to look to you. When they see nobody's ever late, and praise God, nobody is ever late. I just want to thank you all for that because that just rocks my world right there. Thank you for that. Amen. Praise God. Did you know that means a lot? It means a lot. And when other people come in, you know what? When they see that nobody's late, they won't be late. Because it's, hey, ain't nobody else late. You know what I mean? And then they'll be saying, oh, dear God, come on, we got to go. We're going to be late. We're going to be late. Come on, we got to go. Well, what's the big deal? Man, there's nobody late at this church. You know. I mean, that's the way it needs to be. You see what I mean? Listen, if you keep it together, you don't have to put it back together. Praise the Lamb of God. Amen? Praise God. Let's keep this thing together. When we transition from this to out there, praise God. Man, I want them to see. I don't want them to think somebody's trying to start a church, honey. We're bringing a church already built. Praise God. All we did was build a building. Hallelujah. They're going to come into a Holy Ghost-filled devil-stomping house of God. Praise the Lord. With some soldiers. Man, I, they ain't going to come and see somebody spit, shine, polish it. Got the little, got the little holster on, the little belt. When you move it, it goes, ee, 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 because it's brand new leather. And it, 
they ain't got a, ain't even got so much as a smudge print on their sword. I want them to come in and see your man and see the that gum leather wore plum off your Bible and praise the Lord. Man, see the sword hanging out down there low, man, where you can whip it out and cut the devil in ribbons and put it back where he bats his eyelashes. Praise God. I want them to come in and say, Man, oh how you like that new church, honey? That ain't no new church. That's a new build. Get out of my way. I'm walking through here. I want them to come in and say, man, uh, how'd you like that new church over there, that new Pentecostal church? Uh, honey, <laughs> oh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> let me just sit down a minute. <laughs> Lord, I, I still can't catch my breath. <laughs> honey, that ain't no new church over there. That church been going on a while. <laughs> oh, that's some Pentecostal people up in there. Praise God. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never seen the Holy Ghost move like that in my life. Praise God. You got to come see what's going on over in that church. Yeah. Oh, it's some old-time Pentecost going on in there. Grandma, get your Bible out. That's right. I promise you, McAmos is coming. I promise you he's coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some revivals. We're going to have some Holy Ghost devil stomping blowouts in this church. When these people start coming, they're going to look to you to know how to act. I do not want to see a box of crickets making more noise in the church than y'all. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want it to sound like we're at a campfire singing Kumbaya. Amen. Praise God. I want to show these people how it's done, man, how Pentecost really should be. Praise the Lord. I want them to see how that people really behave themselves in the house of God. I want them to feel welcome. Praise God. Come on in the house, man. Good to see you. Amen. Good to see you. Praise God. Come on in here. You know, four, five, ten kids behind them. Country folk got some kids, man. I mean, yeah, come on in. I hope you don't mind. I brought my family. Come on in. How many chairs you got? How many you need? we got 80 in this room, and we got about 40 in another room. How many we need? <laughs> Amen. Get that tractor, boy. Pull that wall out. <laughs> Amen. That's what I'm talking about. I'm excited about this. And it's so important. What we do is so important because they're going to look to each of you to see how, how we should conduct ourselves. That's what they're going to go by. I don't have time to stop and teach everybody how to behave themselves. If they get out of line or need something like that, you know I certainly will. But you can make my job so much easier by just showing them what the norm is. Amen. If you're excited about it, they'll get excited about it. If you're sitting there like a bump on a log, it's going to be hard for somebody that ain't never been here to come in and get excited if you look like you're just one foot in the grave. If you look like you're just one nod from going into a coma, it's going to be very hard for them to get all excited about this new church. Amen. What they're going to say, oh, it's a funeral home is what it is. It's really not a church. It's actually a funeral home, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the seven <seventh> servant. 
<laughs> Amen. See what I'm saying? See, y'all know already, see? Amen. But that's the thing, you know. And then, you know, I just tell you right now, you know you're going to get called off to the side. Hey, what's a, what, what's a, what do y'all believe? Or, hey, so, uh, what's the pastor think about this? Uh, oh, here you go. What's a, well, what do you think about this? Here, take that one. What's a, well, you know, what's he, what does he say about this? Here, grab that right there. Uh, next, you know. Yeah, amen. Praise God. We're going to turn that up. And you know, uh, uh, Brother Edward and Sister uh, uh, Sister Sandra have been working on the website for so long now. I don't even know what they've done to it. They must have changed it and put it in 27 countries by now because I hadn't heard anything from it since uh, since they started it. <laughs> man, man, there's a direct descendant of Eve right there. <laughs> Amen. Or Adam, too, because he said, Lord, it was that woman. Amen. Yeah, one you gave me. Yeah, it's your fault, right? Praise God. Now, we are members one of another. The Bible says, In the last days, perilous times shall come. We know they're here. But we have time for one good last push. I'll tell you what. I. You know, if you catch a good enough wave, you can ride it all the way to the shore. Amen. And I'll tell you what I'd love to do is catch a good old wave of Pentecost and ride it all the way to paradise. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just love to ride in with another hundred souls? Praise God. Boy, wouldn't that be good? Wouldn't it be good to ride in with even one more? Praise God. I mean, even just one more. Praise the Lamb of God. I believe God has waited and waited, and now it's time. Praise the Lord. And, uh, man, I tell you, I'm not going to let nothing hold me back. I'm ready to go with this thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that we are meant to be together. The church is not a building, folks. We're going to have us a nice building, but the church is right here. This is the church. We are the church. You are important. Praise God. You must outshine that building by leaps and bounds. Amen. That building is a nice place to house us and we can come together and stay out of the rain and stay out of everybody else's way, praise God. And we can keep, uh, we can have walls in there, praise God, that the Holy Ghost can bounce off of, praise the Lamb of God, and all that to, uh, and keep us from being out in the street. But you must shine, shine, shine. Amen. Praise God. Brother, you're going to be a key ingredient. You're our link to the youth. You're our link to the young folks. Amen. You need to be excited about church. If you're not excited, you need to get excited about it. Amen. Don't just come because it's the thing to do. Don't just come because it beats what you were going to do. Don't just come out of guilt or out of uh, 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 conviction. But get excited about church. Praise God. Get excited about what you're doing. Amen. Praise God. Get in. You know, when you find that place where you're hungering for more of God, you will get an excitement about this church. Amen. You will get an excitement about God. Start seeking Him more. Don't just come and just sit down. Seek Him. God, come on, God. Give me more, God. Give me more, God. Give me more, God. 
Amen. Until you're lit up like a Christmas tree, man. Look like a glow worm. Praise God. That's what you need. Amen. And people will see that in you. Where are you going, man? I'm going to church, man. Church? What church you go to? I go to a Pentecostal church, man, in Plattersville. Plattersville? What? Yeah, man. Praise God. We used to go to Tomball. We built our church in Plantersville, and man, man, we're oh, you ought to come go with me sometime. Oh no, man, oh, man. What kind of church is it? Pentecostal. Oh man, y'all them crazy people, man. Y'all them, oh no, I can't be doing all that, man. No. Man, let me tell you what, man, don't beat it till you tried it. Man, once you tried it, you'll never go back. But once you've had a taste of this, you ain't never gonna go back. Amen. Praise God. And that's what you need. That's what you need. They'll see the excitement in you. You ever see somebody so excited about something? You're even skeptical about it. You're like, I don't know. But it was so good, man. I mean, they just couldn't even stand still. It was so good. Is that good? Oh, man, I can't even tell you, man. I can't even tell you, man. Just shut up. I can't even tell you, man. It's so good. I can't even tell you, man. Don't get me talking about it. I'm trying to get I ain't slept three days, man. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get myself calmed down. But don't get me started, man. You know. <laughs> Praise God. That's what I'm talking about. Whenever one of you get that fire going, you know the Bible said I have somewhat against you. Remember when he's talking to the churches? He said. Uh, he said you've done thus and thus and thus. He said, but I do have somewhat against you, in that you have forgotten your first love. Amen. You know what that first love is. Oh, buddy, that first love's that hot, smoochy, smoochy, rocky world love. I said, oh, oh, darling, oh, my heart goes a pity pat. You got me freaking out, darling. Oh, you're so wonderful. Oh, well, oh, my goodness. It's like that first love for your child. Look, he made a duty in that cute. That fades real quick. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Then it's like, here, you change this nasty freak. <laughs> You're the one did this, you idiot. Look what you did. <laughs> you deal with it. See, that's how it all changes. You lose that. You lose that. You know what? Marriages lose that. <laughs> and you can't kill one another. You may as well go and get along. You know what I mean? I forensics is on so far now. You know, even all them things that you used to get away with, you can't get away with them now. So you might as well learn to love the one you with. You know what I mean? Grass ain't greener nowhere. Nowhere is it greener. Amen. There ain't no greener grass nowhere. Praise God. So you need to love the one you're with. Amen. You know what? People look for look for all kind of stuff when the fire's really right in front of you. Fan the flame. Fan the flame, man. When you feel yourself getting cool. When you feel, feel yourself growing cold, fan the flame. Get some prayer going on. Get you some fasting going on. Praise God. Stop what you're doing and turn up Jesus. Amen. I don't want you getting out there cold. Don't come out there walking up in the... Walking in the church. We are in the building, you know. Man, I want you to come in never even touch the ground. Praise God, you're so excited, man. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God, I want you to get out of the car in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just uh, people in the neighborhood going, what the heck's going on? What the heck was that? Did you see that crazy woman get out there shouting, man? What is this deal? Praise God. What's going on, man? 
He done lit somebody on fire in that building. I heard somebody say they don't fire over there. Somebody called the fire department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, because they backed up the road. Amen. That's what we need. Did you know fire is contagious? Ain't you ever seen when the Holy Ghost gets moving in here? It'll get on you. It'll get on you. <laughs> fire with fire will spread. I want people when they first come into the church not to see anything fake. I want them to feel it. I don't want them to see it. I want them to feel it. Walk in there and just, oh man, what was that? Just feel the power of God. Man, I want to keep that church prayed up, stayed up. Man, we used to have people come over to the church building over here before we moved here. We used to have people come over there, man, where we could really turn it up. We were praying, and they could hear you out in the parking lot. Man, they'd come to the door, and, and they said, man, they'd start feeling the Holy Ghost before they even got to the door. Come open that door, man, and the power of the Holy Ghost hit them in the face. Amen. That's what I'm looking for. Praise God. We've got that kind of power. We just need to keep it turned up. Amen. Praise God. We need a church. We must be connected one to another. We cannot ever let ourselves become disconnected from the church or from this body. Don't ever let any kind of grudge or any kind of little tiff or anything like that enter into your mind. If you've got any kind of thoughts along those lines, you need to wash your mind out with gasoline, whatever it takes. Get that garbage out of your head. Because I'm going to tell you something. We are in the same body. And you're either pulling together or you're pulling against. There ain't no middle ground there, folks. You're either pulling in the same direction with the body or you're a hindrance to it. Don't ever let anybody get any kind of bad feelings against anybody in the church, ever, because this is the body. This is one body. We move in unity. We don't move against one another. We are for one another. Amen. The furthering and the betterment of your brother or sister is the furthering and the betterment of this body. Praise God. It will benefit you. Praise God. If this right hand is working to the fullest potential, praise God, it's going to benefit every part of this body. Amen? And so we must always want the best for everybody in this church. Amen? And everybody that comes in the church. We need the church. We need this church. Look at what it's done for you. Can you see it? Can you see it? Where would you be right now without this church? Where would you be? You know what, brother? You know what, sisters? Let me drop a thought in your mind, as Brother Bain would say let me drop a thought in your mind. You know the place you would be. There's somebody there right now. There's somebody sitting at home. I, I feel that, Lord. There's somebody sitting at home right now. 
maybe staring at a bottle of wine, maybe staring at a beer can, maybe sitting there looking at pot, maybe a joint smoking in the ashtray right there, maybe looking at a stack of bills over there that there's no possible way they can pay them, no money in the horizon, no job, maybe their car's broke down, maybe they ain't got no transportation anymore, maybe everything they have, everything they've ever had is gone belly up. Sitting there looking at it thinking, dear God, what am I going to do? Things used to be so much better. Look at me now. God, if you'll just help me. Lord God, if you'll just send somebody to help me, Lord. God, if you'll just show me a better way, Lord God, help me or kill me one. I've been there. There's somebody that needs this church that's going in out there just like you did, just like I did. Somebody's soul is headed for hell right now. And I'm going to do something about it. Hallelujah. Somebody's soul weighs in the balance. Amen. And we're going to offer them, we're going to offer them the solution. Amen. And show them, no, this ain't no instantaneous meal ticket, honey. But this is the path out of hell right here. This is the path to the light. Praise God. Head for the light. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody needs a hand up. I'm not big on handouts because I just ain't got nothing to hand out other than the Word of God. But I will give somebody a hand up and help them find a way, praise God, to help themselves. Amen. When somebody gets hungry enough, they'll do something. You know, it's strange that people usually will exhaust every possibility before they turn to God. Aren't you glad we've got a God that doesn't care? Aren't you glad we have a God that says, that's all right. I want you to try all that other mess and see it ain't no count. So when you get a hold of me and realize and taste and see that I'm good, praise God, you'll know that this is the way. Didn't you try everything else? How did it work for you? Well then, are you through? Are you sure? All right, then. Come on. I'll take you. Get over yourself. Come on. But, Lord, let me... No, no. You let the dead bury their dead. You just follow me. Don't forget your cross. Grab that. You're going to need it. And you're going to continue to need it. Because you're always going to get in your way. Nothing can bear fruit in and of itself. Brother Edward, give me John 15. 
1 through 8. Read it when you get it. Yes, sir. I do. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. He said, I am the true vine. Amen. Come on. And my father is the husbandman. Yes. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And you know why? Why is that? Why is that if a boy said every branch in me that beareth not fruit, the Father taketh it away? Why is that? It's not working. Give me give me Bible. Give me some Bible for that. Um, a little? A little leaven, leaven at the whole lot. That's right. Amen. If you ain't going to be productive, you can't stay. That's right. Everybody. Else. Now, you're not going to come in here and set a bad precedent in this church. You ain't going to come in here like a bump on a log and feed off the Spirit in this church and not participate in it. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Even the, even the ones that, that bears fruit. What does he mean by purgeth it? No, well that's, he does chastise it, but you know what he does? He, listen, he takes the fruit off so that it can bear more fruit. Amen. And he trims it back. And he cleans it. And he prunes it. Amen. Go ahead. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. Okay. Alright. He's the vine. We're the branches. What is it saying right there? Sister Sharon. What's it saying right there? I am the vine, you are the branches. What is he saying right there? Well, we do. But what that means is... He is the Word of God. He's the Word of God. He is our source of our strength. He is our strong tower. He is our waterer. He is our deliverer. He is our nourishment. He is the bringer of our faith. and our, He's the author of our faith, the beginning, and the finisher of our faith, the end. Amen. He is our strength. He is our resource. He's where I get my strength, not He's where I get my money to survive. He's where I get my food, my clothing, all those things, everything. Praise God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. He's righteous. All these things shall be added unto you. He is that. And we are the branches. What do the branches do? They reach out and they bear fruit. Praise God. They bring the fruit to, to those that would come and take the fruit and eat of the fruit. Praise God. They are the fruit-bearing members that reach out from the vine, which is the tree. Amen. See? Praise God. I'm the vine, you're the branches. He said, you cannot bear fruit in and of yourself, except you abide in the vine. You can't leave out of here and go be productive. You can't leave a church and not be connected to a church and go be productive. 
It's counterproductive, actually. Not only will you bleed yourself out and die, though you think you're Superwoman, Superman, you're strong enough. Oh, I can stand on my. Oh no, you can't. God designed it that way. You got to stay. Uh, not only is it not only is it talking about uh, 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 the the vine being Jesus, Amen. But if there's a church that you're put in, that is where you are connected to the vine. That's the grafting place right here. This is where you're grafted in, praise God. When you pull out of this, you're pulled off the vine. Amen. So as long as you abide in the vine, praise God, and here's the connection place, you are in a flock, then you're being fed by the king through the shepherd. It is the order of God. And so when you're connected in this, you're abiding in the vine. As long as you abide in the vine, you can bring forth fruit. Because you're being fed, you're being watered, you're being... You can't just take what you got and be good with it. How many of you ate yesterday? Okay, so you should be good for, I don't know, six months maybe? Three months? Month? Two weeks? Amen. Just because you ate yesterday don't mean you ain't got to eat today. Amen. So you know what? You're going to have to go back somewhere to get you something to eat. Amen. You've got to be connected to some kind of place got some food. Amen. See what I mean? Huh. It, may be sun, it may be sun shining today, but that same roof, you need to keep the rain off your head. The same roof keeps that sun off your head too. Amen. The sun can kill you just like the rain can kill you. The rain can drown you. Hell can kill you. Amen. Lightning can strike you. Amen. You've got to have something to protect that head, don't you? And then for various various different reasons, not just for one. You're connected to this body right here for a whole lot of reasons. Some you'll never know. But you don't have to know. Amen. You don't have to know all the reasons. Just know God put you there, and, and that's why you're in. Praise God. Somebody is, is trying to find their way to this church. Don't even know they are. Somebody needs this church. They don't even know it. They have no idea it's coming. Amen. You had no idea. You had no idea when you pulled through this parking lot that this was going to be the home. This is going to be the home you've been looking for right here. When you walked through the door, you had no idea. Amen. But you did walk through the door and go, oh, that's pretty nice in here. I know what you're thinking. Among those are the thoughts of, oh, dear God. Oh, my God. Yep, it's Pentecostal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We're doomed. We're doomed. That's it. It's over. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. You found it. Amen. You know what? And that's exactly right. See, and that's what people are not looking for. That's why it's not just blowing up in here. Yeah. Yeah. That felt good. We got to get away from this place. <laughs> right. That's right. Come on, brother. Read that for me. No more can ye except ye abide in me. Yes. I am the vine. Yeah. Ye are the branches. Mm. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Okay, stop, back up a little bit. He that abideth in me, and I in him. Come on, explain to me, brother. Come on. Give me some explain. 
Give me some planning right there. Well, that he that stays in in him, mm-hmm. that, that stays connected, mm-hmm. that puts the kingdom of God first, that yep. stays in covenant, yep. that uh, follows the path of righteousness, mm-hmm. uh, that has been baptized in, in his name, mm-hmm. that's filled with the Holy Ghost. Walking in holiness. Walk, right, walking in holiness. Now hit me the other side. Well, and I am him. That means that Jesus is, the Holy Ghost is in, in you. That's And? And you bear much fruit. No. You're dancing around what I'm looking for. You're all over it. He that abideth in me, okay, we abide in the vine, which is Jesus. Yes. How does he abide in us? In that day I will make with them a new covenant. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give me that scripture. In that day I will make with them a new covenant. And I will. I will uh, place. Put, I will uh, put. Put my words. Laws. Laws in their hearts. And in. And in their. Minds. Will I write it? Yeah. Okay. Now. What's it saying right there? That's the answer I'm looking for right there. They in me and I in them. How does he abide in us? The Word of God in us. That is Him. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Praise God. The Bible said there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Praise God. And the Bible says, hallelujah, they in me and I in them. If they abide in me and I in them. And the Word of God abides in you. In other words, if it's written on your heart. Praise God. If it's all the way to your marrow of your bones. Praise God. If it is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of your heart. Praise God. If it is Praise God, your life source. Hallelujah. If that word abides in you, praise God, then you're going to bring forth some fruit. Hallelujah. Woo! You see what I mean? Praise God. So if I in them and they they in me and I in them, praise God, if he abides in you, praise God. Hallelujah. Man, everybody in this church got so much more word in them than when they came here. Praise God. It's just a wonderful thing, man, because everybody thinks in Bible. Man, that's what... That's what it takes, hallelujah, because it ain't nothing you say that's going to do nothing for anybody. It's the Word of God that's going to do something. That's That's the game changer. Praise God. It ain't me that changed your life. It ain't you that changed your life. It's the Word of God that changed your life. Hallelujah. Because you heard it, but you saw it. Praise God. You knew what you heard and seen was right. Because the Word of God declared it. Come on, brother. The same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. See, without me, without the Word of God, what are you going to do? Without Jesus, what are you going to do? You can't bring no fruit forward, man, without the Word of God. How are you going to back it up? How are you going to prove it? I can't do nothing with theory. Oh, well, now, I'll tell you what I think about it. Well, I'll tell you what I think about it. I think I'm a complete imbecile and I'm an idiot. That's what I think about it. I'll tell you what I think about it. What did I just say? What was that? What? I don't care what you think about it. What you think ain't going to move nothing, buddy. What God thinks about it, that's what's going to move something. 
Amen. Let me tell you something. What man thinks about something, it wasn't because they declared cigarettes would kill you that stopped my smoking, but it, it was the kingdom of God stopped my smoking. Right. Amen. The Bible said anybody that hurts a temple of God, man, you, you know, that's what stopped me because it was damaging to my testimony. Amen. Kind of hard to preach the Holy Ghost when you, yeah, man, you know, it's like, yeah, man, you know, you got to be a good Christian, man. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, man, you got to follow the Word of God, you know what I mean? <coughs> uh, you know, what, yeah, what kind of, uh, yeah, uh, come on, honey, uh, yeah, uh, oh, my wife's at home, now, you know, one thing you should never do is run around on your woman, you know, uh, yeah, excuse me, let me call my wife, hey, honey, uh, I'm going to be late, uh, I'm working late, uh, come on, baby, <laughs> what good is that? I, I'm going home with you, man. Until she calms down over there. <laughs> Me and you both dead. If both of us die the same day, brother, there'll be nobody to bear us. Brother, you got, you got a shovel? Kasaki, <laughs> don't get me in this. I didn't do nothing, man. I just, I, I just work here, man. I, I, I don't want my... No completely. <laughs> hey, man, go ahead, brother. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, yes. and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Yes. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. You see what I'm after? You see what I'm after out here at this church? What did he say about much fruit? Fathers glorified in them that bear much fruit. Don't you want your Father to be glorified? Don't you want your Heavenly Father to be proud of you? Amen. Does anything else matter past and beyond that? I mean, what's most important, man? What's gonna what's what's gonna be important when all this is said and done, man? It's what you've done for God that's gonna be important. I mean, yeah, God expects you to work. Yeah, God expects you to take care of yourself, do the right things, and all that kind of stuff. But there ain't nothing should take precedence over God. And I believe with every fiber in me, God's trying to round His people together and say, you know what? It's time to put your eyes on me. Get your eyes off you. Get your eyes off them. Get your eyes off that. Get your eyes off that. Get your eyes on me. You watch me. Now, we're almost home now. Get your eyes on me. Hey, it's not about you. I done got you. I done got you. What you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? That's the question. What, are you just going to ride this way to the house? Or are you going to do something with it? Remember, you may only have to bring one. But I guarantee you, if you're in this church... You got some talents that God's give you. And I'm not talking about talents like you're some rock star or something like that or some singer and all that. I'm talking about God's delivered you from something. God has brought you out of something. And He's brought you into this. And I'm going to tell you something, buddy. You better stop and think about how good this really is. Don't let the numbers, don't let the numbers speak to you. You better let the you better let the, the, the truth speak to you. Look around you. 
What you see ain't a reflection on me. What you see ain't a reflection on you. It ain't a, oh, woe is you. What you see is a reflection on the judgment of God. You were counted worthy to come in here. That's how this works. This is so good, you got to be counted worthy to see and hear this. This ain't something that's that people look at that on the flip side and they say, Oh, well, my dear God, it's a little old podunk church. This ain't a, oh, well, I guess we could always go the, oh, no. This is one of those, man, i tell you what, I, I have found. Let me tell you something. One of the most expensive things in the world is a diamond, and they're very small. What we got here, all these empty seats are not a reflection on on your lack of production. It's a reflection on their selective deafness. It is a reflection on the condition of this world. In the last days, are we there? In the last days, the Bible says men will not endure sound doctrine. That's what these empty chairs are a reflection of. Not a reflection of what a heathen you are for not going out there and dragging people in here kicking and screaming. Because you know what? You brought them in. You tried to talk to them sweet, didn't you? You told them you ought to come see. You ought to come see what we got going on over there. You ought to come see. You ought to come, Dad. You ought to come check it out, Dad. This is the right way to go. You ought to come, brothers and sisters. You ought to come. You ought to come, nephews and aunts and uncles. You ought to come. You ought to come be a part of this. You know, this is really the deal. You, you, you ought to come, sister. You ought to come, brother-in-law. You ought to come, all the nieces and nephews. You ought to come. And, man, this is what you need. This is what your life's missing. You know what? If they were here today, it'd be because you drug them in here kicking and screaming. That's what the deal would be. My mother, bless her heart, praise God, she's in, well, I have to bless her heart now. She's in heaven today, and I know she is. Amen. Ain't no doubt about it. Praise God. Ain't no guessing game with that. Mama's up there today. But while she was here, I used to tell her, why in the world you want to ask your son, my stepbrother, why you want to keep bribing him to come to church? That's what she'd want every Mother's Day when she would just tell him, Wait, what do you want for Mother's Day? Mom, well, well, you know what I want. I want you to come to church with me, you know. I said, why? Because he'd first thing do, he'd come to church and he'd say, well, you know, yeah, I'm here because Mom wanted me to come and it's for her. I really, really didn't want to be here, but, you know, I just, because I don't believe this way, but I mean, you know, I, I'm talking about saying, what, you know, why do you even... Why do you do that, Mom? What you know? Well, I just hope he gets in there and something gets a hold of him. No, no. Yeah, blessed are they that do hunger and th- man. What? Why are you doing that? To me, that's an atrocity. Why you won't come in here and dampen my spirit? Why you won't come in here and bring somebody, bring a bucket of water to a fire that I want to burn? First thing I gotta do is evaporate all of that gum water out of the building. If you're gonna start a bonfire, you gotta get rid of the water. <laughs> what I want wet wood in here for? Dear God, it's taken me years and months to get this wood dried out here. So it'll burn. 
Took me years to, to burn all of that gum water out of this wood. Now you want to bring a big old water log petrified stump up in here? It's the truth. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. Somebody don't want to be here. Dear God, get them out of here. Don't beg nobody to come to the house of God, man. If you got a bride, you know one thing, brother. Uh, brother Bain says, "Don't never, don't never pay nobody. Never pay nobody." He said, "Don't make that mistake, son." Well, dear God, I ain't got no money to pay nobody, so it's hard to make that mistake. But he said, don't ever make that mistake. He said, because if, if they won't come without it, he said, you'll never keep them with it. <laughs> the pastor don't get paid. Ain't nobody getting paid. I'll tell you right now, buddy. You forget all that nonsense. Amen. I'll tell you what, there's been times I've been tempted because I sure would love to have them instruments right there with some fantastic musicians on it. But I ain't going to, I ain't paying somebody. To come play God and put them in there, or, Amen. Or they won't be nobody there. I tell you, church, you ain't never gonna get nobody to to come to the house of God by 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 bribing them. That's why I never thought about. Oh, you know, we should uh, uh we should uh, uh uh have dinners and all that kind of. No, I don't want to have to feed somebody to bring a uh, 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 regular food to get them in the house of God. Hey, you know, we used to have people come and say, Oh, yeah. you know, we had people come to church, and and they wore that phone out for a long time. Finally, they just quit calling. But people would call. Well, you know, we need somebody to help us pay our rent. We're well, we're just down on our luck, and uh, we're just, uh, well, we're, you know. And, you know, you can call them up and say, hey, well, uh, listen, you know, we're a Pentecostal church. You know, would y'all like to come to church? Oh, well, no. No, we just uh, really, we uh, well, we, we can't really come to church. Well, we'll come pick you up now, no. Really what we need is uh, what we need is somebody to pay our rent. We just, you know, there ain't nothing about, uh, listen, how do we get to your church? How do we get to church? Nothing about that ever Ever have I had anybody calling like that? Never. It's always, it's it's not even back at, uh, we'd love to come to church. We're looking for a Pentecostal church. We need God. We need some, we need prayer. It's, hey, we need money. <clears throat> He's be called dinner on the ground. <clears throat> we'll never... Bribe somebody in the house of God. I've seen them want all kind of things. But I believe with all my heart, God has a plan. We're going to see them. He's put us on the fringe of the city, of the cesspool. To try to bring some. And you know what? Picked up some pretty good ones. I picked up a couple of good catfish. Amen. One Japanese carp. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I dated her for a while. Yeah. Big nasty. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But you know, you know, 
I praise God for all those that we got in this church. This place brought us together. This is a God thing right here. God. God built this. Really? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. God directs my steps. He does. I told my wife, you know, man, and, and, and you know, I've had lots of tractors in my life. But, man, the first thing that was in my mind is, you're going to have to have a tractor. It was really in my mind. And I tell you, I couldn't have got the things done without that tractor. I've used it so much. There ain't been no playtime on it. Everything about it has been business. And it's, I've used it like so much since I got it. I told her, I said, man, that was a God thing right there. That was a God thing. God put it in my mind, just like the time he put it in my mind to go to Gatlinburg. Here my wife thought, how did I marry this man? Every minute. Oh, let's go. What? Let's go to the cabin, you know. Now? <laughs> Ten o'clock at night, you know. Nine o'clock at night. Man, I mean, she said, Okay. Like she always does, just jumped up and here we go. Off to the cabin we went. Y'all know the rest of the story. Met that guy down there. Just in the clear blue. Had before that moment, it never crossed my mind to go to our cabin. Never crossed our mind. Till that moment. Something said, Go to the cabin. I was like, you know what? Let's just go to the cabin. I just, I, I know God just sits up there and go to the cabin. Hey, you know what? Let's go to the cabin. He's, he's so easy. You know. Get a tractor. You know why? Because God knows the ending from the beginning. He knows what I'm going to need. He puts it on my mind. Do this. And I told her. First, that's one of the first things I do. I know we got a lot going on. But I'll have my guys moving. i got to go get that tractor. Save myself $5,000 by going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That was a long, hard ride too, buddy. i tell you what, I was tired. But had to get it done. And you know what? No time after I got back, I started having to use it. And, and man, I've had to use it a bunch. Right. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. And you, begin, you, you get more sensitive to, to the Spirit of God, you know. And the next thing, and you know what? And God, God walks through you. You don't even know He's been there. He walks through your mind. You don't even know He's been there. It's that back door. Just like computer geeks always put a back door in when they put something in the computer. They got a way in that nobody else has. They type their little code in, buddy, and they go right in there. You'll never know they've been there, and they can make changes, do whatever they want to, and they come right out. And it's a secret code, secret way in there. God's got that same way into you. He said his words is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of your heart. Amen. He, he walks through your mind. You don't even know he's been there, just like he did the widow at Zarephath. He said, I have commanded that widow woman there to sustain thee. When he got there, she's ready to kill herself. She's like, what? I mean, she didn't know God had commanded her to sustain him. But he had. Because God ain't a liar. Amen. And because of what God had already done, it sustained her for the rest of her life and sustained his servant as well. See? So there's things that God's done in you you don't even know. See, he brought every one of you here. Amen. He brought every one of you here. 
Praise God. And He's kept every one of you here. Amen. He's kept every one of you here. Even when that devil would love to put something in your mind about leaving here, God said, oh, no, you ain't. No, you love that man too much. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Fear is a good thing. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ain't no way, buddy. I mean, when you look back at something, you go, oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, no. No way, buddy. Uh-uh. That would about have been a time you'd be like, oh, well. Well, now. All righty then. You know, but then you're like, oh, no, no. Not even with 12. No. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Thank you. Nope. You got go ahead. Go ahead. I'm praying for you. No, no. No, don't even mention my name because not only me, I ain't no part of that. Nope. Mm-mm. Man. Throwing in the trash can ain't that bad. It's when some gasoline comes in there in a match in the trash can with you. That's when it gets bad. That's when it gets ugly. Yeah, I don't want no part of all that mess. Church. I love this so much. What we have is so good. What we have is so good. I want to turn it up the best it can be and then turn it up some more. Light it up. And just understand, everything you say, everything you do is going to be much more important now. As we go into this transition It's going to be so important what you say and do because eyes are going to be on you. Children and and grown people, they're going to be... What's that? That's right. That's right. You know what? The people that are going to meet you out there, the people that are going to meet you out there are going to need to see. They're going to need to see how to behave themselves in the house of God. What it really means to be. There's some that will know. Because there's some that. And as I was talking and talking to Brother Edward. I was talking to my wife the other day. In the country. Just about everybody. If they're from the country. They all know what Pentecost is. Because they got some background in it. Or their family's got some background in it. They got relatives that's in it. They know they're familiar with Pentecost. Maybe they ain't been able to pull themselves together to go. Or whatever, but it's right there convenient and God's going to make a way. You know why that is? Because somewhere somebody's praying for them. God send them to me. Just like you're praying for your family. Praise God. Some, ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Just like you're praying for your loved ones that's, that's lost and undone right now. Amen. And you know they ain't going to listen to you. They ain't going to listen to you. Why? Because you're you. That's why. No way could you be right and I'm not right. No, I ain't having it. No way. I'm not going to look at you like you're smarter than me. I can't accept the fact that you know something I don't know. And I remember you as a heathen. So that's why I'm going to remember you. That's the way they want to do it. Yeah, you're worse than me. So, Or you're the same as me. We're both evil, wicked, terrible people. Yeah. You know what? Because somebody's praying for them out there. God's sending the church. God's been gathering the people together out there too. He said, it's okay. Y'all live it up. Make sure you're good and sick of it. 
because I'm, I'm sending the, the bookmobile. I'm sending the bookmobile by. I'm sending the paramedics. We're going to set up a little Holy Ghost hospital right out there in the country, right out in the war zone. Amen. We're going to bring Pentecost back to somebody. Amen. We're going to introduce somebody to Pentecost that ain't never seen it. But we're going to reacquaint people with Pentecost that have and show them, hey, I know you got your feet stepped on. You may got your feelings hurt. Maybe somebody stepped on your pride. Put all that behind you now. This is how it's supposed to look. This is how it's supposed to be right here. Come on in here. We ain't looking at all that. I don't care where you've been, what you've done, what you've said. I don't care I don't care what your past looks like, praise God. I'm not concerned with that. I'm not looking at yesterday, last week, last month, last year. What I'm looking at is right now, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Amen. I'm not looking at where you've been, where you're headed. Let's change your course. Let's get you headed in the right way. Come on, go with us. Come on, go with us. It's hard work. A lot left to do. Pay's not very good. Amen. Benefits here ain't too good, but under the retirement plans out of this world. Yeah. I want them to see people from all walks of life. I want them to see people from every part of the world. You know what? We got college graduates with several degrees. We got people with high school diplomas. We got people with, with the GEDs. We got people that ain't never graduated high school. Amen. I want to show them God can do it with anything. God don't need your genius. He's the genius. You only need one genius. He's the one. Praise God. Stand with me. Man, what we get out of that one scripture, didn't we?